Hi, my name is Charlotte Wood, and I'm speaking to you from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. In our 13th episode, I'm joined by Mrs. Bauer. Hi, Mrs. Bauer. Hello. Um, who is our lead teacher in our youngest children's community. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about developing tenacity. So um, can you define tenacity for us, Mrs. Bauer? I can. I don't have a dictionary on hand, but tenacity is a quality that we see um, throughout our lives that helps us to persevere, helps us to push through struggle and to push through any kind of situation. Yeah. And does tenacity mean you don't think things are hard? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Tenacity is knowing something is hard, but working working at it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe um, some synonyms would be like courage. Courage, or... determination, um, confidence even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a buzzword that also seems like uh, a synonym for tenacity might be grit. Grit. We hear yes. a lot about grit. People testing grit yep. in schools or seeing correlations between grit and success. Yes. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, grit. We. It's. It just draws emotion when you hear it, and to think of a child who has grit, who will work hard to achieve their goals. This child will become a confident and successful young adult, and then. Um, studies show that they're likely to have, you know, like not better jobs, but jobs that are tough to get because they have worked hard and they're willing to work hard. Yeah. We, um, were reading an article with a study that, um, students with higher grit scores, which mm -hmm. kind of seems counterintuitive, <laughs> but higher grit scores have also higher GPAs yes. or, um, female attorneys, um, in, large law firms are more successful if they have more grit. Right, right. Um, and so um, it's interesting that now we're able to, um, through testing methods, able to um, measure these characteristics right. that we know anecdotally are helping us to be successful. Yeah. Um, so can you um, tell us a little bit about how tenacity is important to you? Absolutely. Um, I preparing for this, I was thinking, how how does this relate to my life? And it relates with everything I do. Anything that I can do easily now is because of tenacity. Nothing is generally nothing is a skill that comes right away. Um, and I often think of it when I have a new phone or a new computer or something, and I just hand it to my husband and say, will you do this for me? Will you do this for me? And I never know how to fix it, and I never know what to do. And so if I gave myself that tenacity to work through the problem, then, <laughs> then I might be able to finally fix it. But yeah. it's so important at all ages. Yeah. Um, how might tenacity um, help with academics? Tenacity in academics is so important. Um, tenacity gives children, like we said, confidence, determination, and all of those things. And so when a child is willing to work hard and to persevere through um, challenging work, then you know they're going to be more successful. And as children grow from infancy into young adults, the tenacity to finish homework or the tenacity to try a math problem that's hard um, is going to lead to 
such satisfying results. Yeah. And as you said, a lot of good things don't come easily. Yes. And so learning to read. Now, Mm -hmm. um, as literate adults, we take that for granted. But um, it takes a lot of tenacity to stick with reading. Yes. um, To go from not even understanding letters or their meaning. To then sounding out words and using contextual clues to decode meaning. Um, to then becoming a fluent reader. Right. And at any one of those steps, it's very easy to give up yep. or to feel defeated. Yes. Um, and that's very natural. Um, and tenacity is not not feeling those things, mm-hmm. but still um, soldiering on, yes. as it were, yes. and pushing through those moments and um, then reflecting back and knowing that you are capable. Yes, something was hard. We have had lots of conversations with children at school. Mm-hmm. Remember when this was hard for you or remember when that thing used to be hard and now this thing is hard, but soon it will be easy. Yeah. And talking through that process. Yeah, so it's absolutely a transferable skill. Yeah. How might it be um, a transferable skill in terms of relationships, like friendships right. or feeling responsible? Um. Tenacity means that you take responsibility for yourself and your actions and your emotions. And um, we had a conversation about if you have a spill, then you are responsible for cleaning up that spill. And this quality of tenacity um, allows you to clean up that spill, although maybe it's big and it's hard and I don't want to get wet. Cleaning up that spill means keeping a safe environment for my friends and I can work through it and... Same with matters of the heart and keeping um, keeping in check your personal qualities and things that lead to a good relationship. You have to work through it and you have to communicate and all of those things involve tenacity. Yeah. Yeah. When um, tenacity goes from being a quality in the moment to being a transferable skill, it's almost like a light switches and checks inside the child that says, I know I'm capable. Yes. Um, and even when we point out those things to them, often they don't remember it. Right. They don't remember reading being hard. Yeah. They have no idea that at one point in their life they couldn't feed themselves. Yeah. Um, but pointing those things out to them helps them to believe that they are capable of whatever mountain is ahead of them. Yeah. So what kinds of things um, help to develop tenacity in the classroom? In the classroom. Um, So this is something where I often tell parents, I have to sit on my hands a lot of the day. (laughs) Because especially working with young children, it's so easy for us to see and predict what they are going to do and want to fix it for them to make them feel happy or confident or whatever. Um, For example, we have a hand-washing work where a child pours water into a basin and then they pour that basin into a bucket and that bucket goes to the sink. And this process is such a big thing that requires motor, big motor skills and so many children their first time pouring that basin into the bucket don't quite get it and the water goes spilling onto the floor. And some of our natural tendencies as adults is to say, oh no, they're going to spill that water on the floor and I just want them to be happy and confident. So I'll nudge that bowl back for them and they pour it into the bucket successfully. But um, without that natural consequence of pouring water onto the floor or spilling a little bit even, um, the child isn't going to see what happened and they're not going to be able to build up... um, the muscles and then the neural pathways and everything that goes along with it to pour the basin successfully. 
And we see this throughout the classroom, big mm-hmm. and small. Yeah, in um, the Montessori materials, um, there's a quality about them um, that's called control of error. Right. Um, and by this manner, the materials are self-correcting. Yes. So there's only the number of puzzle pieces as are going to fit. Right. So if you have one left over... Something's wrong. Something's wrong. wrong. Right. Um, and... So if you can see on the table in front of you that there's still a puzzle piece left mm-hmm. out um, or this didn't look the same way as it did when you took it off right. the shelf, um, you can try again yep. and maybe get some support from a friend. Yeah, and this control of error or self-correcting materials also lead to repetition, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest keys to building up that tenacity and grit. Um, so they want to do it again. They want to do it better. And that's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you do if, um, a child poured the water and it ended up all over the floor, um, and then they felt defeated? That's, I mean, it's typical. It's, it's sometimes a huge spill and it feels like I could never do this. And so we team up together and we work through that together and, I say, let's both go get a cloth, and we'll work on this together mm-hmm. and um, try to build up that confidence and then encourage them to do it again and say, let's look at this together this time. How can we get it in there? Mm-hmm. And it's always something where we can hold hands and do it as a team. Yeah. So tenacity doesn't mean always having to get it right the first time. Exactly. And always doing it alone. Exactly. Um, but there are little building blocks yeah. you can use to get there. Um, what ways, um, can families support the development of tenacity at home? Maybe even from the earliest days. Yes. Even from infancy, um, when the baby is starting to move their arms or to roll over for the first time, it's so easy to want to just help them with that and to say, Oh, you're so close. I'll just roll you over. Um, but without that constant try and that constant, effort, a child isn't going to build up those neural pathways and develop that um, muscle memory. And so we have to sit on our hands, um, put our hands behind our back, whatever it may be, and let the child do it for themselves because that feeling of confidence once they do is so big. And so things with like crawling or reaching an object, um, it's so much better if we can let the child do it themselves. And that grows into toddlerhood and allowing them to take care of their environment by tidying or cleaning a spill or changing their clothes. And sometimes it's hard to do those things, but when we let them do it, they are so happy. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like um, this development of tenacity really encompasses all of the characteristics um, that they're developing in their earliest days. Yes. Um, What kind of language can adults use with children that are, um, that are building? Right. Um, I think using language that's encouraging, but not necessarily language that tells a child how to feel. We do a lot of, wow, how does that make you feel? And so I can show excitement with my voice, but I don't have to say, good job, or something qualifying, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Just giving words of encouragement, like, I know you can do it, or try your best, and your best is all you have to do, and I'm here for you if you need help, and things Mm -hmm. that allow a child to know that they are capable, but that you are with them. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't save the affirmation based on the results. Right. You're not 
um, awarding a child with exactly. your with your words. Exactly. You're encouraging effort. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to see how that would uh, be beneficial to developing these internal characteristics of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you so much for speaking to us, Mrs. Bauer. This was really enlightening, um, and we look forward to speaking again. Thank you. Thanks.